0: Today changes my whole entire life.
1: Welcome to Gridability, a podcast about the power of perseverance, overcoming seemingly insurmountable odds to attain the life of your dreams, I'm your podcast host, Adam Clausen. With me in the studio today is the beautiful and ever-radiant Roe Clausen. Hello.
0: (laughs) I love that intro. And here, (laughs) we were just talking about how we are a good-looking crew in here today. So I'm (laughs) going to pass it back so you can do the intro. Yes,
1: yes. With us today, we have two amazing, amazing friends of ours, Michelle and... (laughs) Michelle and Melvin Valentine. Yeah. Yeah. And, and I wanted to make sure that I got their titles right, so I even went and wrote them down yes. today. Michelle is the CEO and president of Valentine Communications.
2: Yes, I am. Woo. Very proud of that. <laughs>
1: <laughs> and Melvin is the stem manager over at Nevada Partners. yay. yay. Power couple. That's what yes. I'm talking about. Yes. There you go.
0: I am so excited. There. I'm excited because I have lots of selfish questions to ask you guys. Oh, good, Uh good,
3: good. good.
1: Yeah, she was asking the questions in the car. I was like, man, save them. them." (laughs) So, yeah, very cool. We are so grateful that the two of you wanted to come in and join us today. And fortunate to call both of you friends.
2: Yay!
3: I'm super pumped. Gritability, I love it. I mean, I mean, this is it's a it's a, a drought of gritability in our culture that's right, right yeah. now. So hats off to y'all for yeah. stepping up and being leaders to yeah. bring such an amazing concept and value to yeah. the center stage, because that's what we need right now, especially yeah. moving forward with all the, the great yeah. and chaotic changes that are going on in the world yeah. today. So
0: shout outs to y'all for that. Yeah. Thank you. And I'm stealing the drought. <laughs> <laughs> so we're going to turn yeah. it into some sort of T-shirt or something.
2: I like that too. And just to piggyback <laughs> off of what my husband was saying, just to know you guys and see your authenticity and your genuineness. And again, not to be, you know, alone out here as a family business trying to yeah, do and grow yeah. and stay together and, you know, build something. Um, But to now have friends in that, new friends in that, it's been pretty amazing. So thank you for your friendship. Of course. Yeah.
0: yeah.
1: Oh, Oh, man. (laughs) (laughs) So, and and we were just saying that, that Nevada is one of those places, especially here in Las Vegas. You know, it's hard to find people who are actually from here. It's been historically kind of a transient community. Mm -hmm. A lot of people Uh coming and going. Yeah. So when you find good people. Yeah you know, that are rooted here yeah. in the community. Yeah. That yeah. Those are people that we definitely want to remain closely connected to. We yeah. love everything that you guys are doing yeah. to positively yeah. impact the community. Yeah. That's what we're all about. Yeah. And Gritability is really talking about the challenges that we have overcome to get to where we are today. Mm-hmm. And I know that you're both doing some amazing things now, yeah. but we always like to start out, take a step back, And we know a little bit about your story Mm -hmm. from our conversations, but Mm -hmm. we want to make sure that, you know, our audience has an opportunity to get to know you as well. So if you could take us back just a little bit. Yeah, sure. We love the idea of, you know, talking about how how you guys got started and and really (laughs) how this power couple came to be.
2: I'm first. Go ahead. Go ahead. (laughs) Well, um, we could tell the long version? Yeah. Yeah, Okay. Absolutely. So, Melvin and I um, met in college, right? And I think, Ro, I mentioned some of this to you before, but um, we met in college, and for me, I was really just trying to get done with school. I didn't want to be bothered. I used to wear my hair in these two Pocahontas-like braids, and I had the poncho on. I didn't want to be bothered. Don't ask me for my number. Just leave me alone. I wanted to get done. I was sick of school, right? And so, long and behold, I always thought, you know, I had this whole fantasy of how I would meet my husband, uh, you know, after I got this good job and across the country somewhere, you know. I just had this whole fantasy, and it's like, you know, I'm a woman of the faith, so it's like, but God, right? So um, I met this counselor and at the time I was in the medical field, right? I was gonna be a physical therapist, right? On my way to Loma Linda University and all that, right? And so I met this counselor. I'm a woman of signs and wonders, like I do believe in signs and wonders, right? And so uh, my babysitter used to be his babysitter. What? And didn't know it, right? Stop. Uh-huh, uh-huh. <laughs> right, right? Good sign, right? And so I was telling him I needed some direction, some help, and I was like, well, I'm doing this, and I'm trying to do this. And a lot of the things that I was expressing to him was about around media, right? Okay. And I had this whole fitness thing that I wanted to do, and I was trying to take it a step further and reach for the medical field, right? And he was just looking at me, and the way that I was communicating, he was like, Nah. I don't think you should do that, right? And I was like, why? Why not? What are you talking about? He was like, no, I think everything that you encompass, you know, and then I think about money and how you guys, all these students, get, you know, bogged down with student loans and different things like that. He was like, why don't you, you know, uh, major in communications? And then if you wanna do that later, then you can pay for it, you know, not have all these loans. And so then I was kind of thinking about it, like, you know, is that something you really want to do? Do you really want to put in the time and effort and, uh, you know, all the money and all the studying for this? Or do you really want to do what you know you like to do, which is... You know perform and and narrate and tell stories and you know fitness was like the thing but i was trying to push it to the medical and that kind of really wasn't me and then to be honest i was also working in the hospital as an intern and i hated it like the blood and the you know you have to be a special person to work in that medical field and i'm just not that special right <laughs> so i was like nah so you know i was kind of like trying to figure it out so i was like, okay make a long story short, I said, okay, change my major. And then uh, my first class, I walk in and all the students are in there. And I was the type of person, like I so said, I was just focused trying to get done. So I pass all the students up, right. And then I was looking for the aisle where there's no people, you know, just leave me alone. Really, I was just focused. And so I go to the last aisle, I'm looking down, then I look up and I see melvin in the back row right all the way in the back and i'll go oh he's cute and then i was just like whatever i think she
3: seen me when she when she first came to the classroom that's why she went all the way in the back row no 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 she says she didn't see me
2: no i didn't and so so then i sat in the front and so melvin everybody knows he's really smart right you know left brain guy i'm more of the right brain narrator uh narration storyteller type of creative right and so then um my professor i was really close to her because i was working right as a fitness director and all that and so, you know, I'd be late to class, so I, I had to keep a good relationship with her. Long story short, we, we were having a midterm, right? And so Melvin being smart, back to him, he never bought books ever in college. I'm not kidding. Prices and so, are crazy. No, he just, <laughs> a point. You know, he's like a hustler, so he's just like, you know, I could do something else with this money or whatever. But for this particular class, you needed a book, right? And so... He goes up to the professor and he's like yada yada telling, him, telling her his story. And he goes, well, can I just borrow your book? And she was like, boy, no, you can't <laughs> borrow my book, right? And so she was like, but I know, uh, why don't you study with Michelle? Aww. And I was like, I thought he was cute, but then I didn't know you, you're a stranger. I was like, eh, I don't know about that. And so I looked and I looked, he just had that look right there. And I said, okay, <laughs> right? I said, okay. And then the rest was history. Aww. So yeah, I I could go on, but do you want to take it over from there? And yeah, I then, mean, go ahead.
3: when I first seen her, <laughs> I thought she was cute too, but I was, she was too innocent. I was like, God, right, that's. That's, that's unfair. Like, you know what I'm <laughs> saying?
2: Like, like, like,
3: like, like,
2: Don't like, believe him. That's unfair. It was like Bambi
3: and I was the wolf and I'm like, you know, I'm gonna let her go. Like, I'm not, so I was like, I was good. I was being good, right? Like,
2: no.
3: she walked into the class all oh, like, you know, she seemed like a church girl. I'm like, I'm not even gonna like mess with that, right? And then when the, when the uh, professor gave me an a, a alley-oop, I had to, right? Yeah. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> like, okay, all right, I didn't, you know, I can blame the professor. But then, um, yeah, I mean, we dated for about three years, yeah, three years in California, yeah, and then we, we graduated in the middle of the recession, so we're talking about credibility, right? Like...
2: Yeah.
3: Right? Yeah. And then you sold this dream that all you got to do is get a degree and you're going to come out and get this fifty, sixty dollars 60000 job. But uh, like, no, like, I mean, it was rough for us in yeah. the Inland Empire, right? So nobody coached us. Nobody- what's, what's the Inland Empire? It's in California. So it's Riverside County and San Bernardino County and they come together, they call it the Inland Empire, right? Yeah. So nobody- You just kind of, people, they tell you, oh, go to college and figure out what you want to do. But there's no strategy behind it, right? Like, you need to, like, I tell these young people now, like, I don't care what you want to do. What do you have access to? What are your network? Look at your city, where you want to live. It's young people that want to be marine biologists, and they live in North Dakota. It's like maybe three in a state. Right? <laughs> right. But they're not even so, considering that. Yeah. They just, oh, I want to go to school and study this and there's no strategy behind it. This is so that's what happened to us, right? Yeah. Like we have communications degree, but we're living in an inland empire, and it's like, like if you want this degree to mean something, you need to go to a place where yeah. it's valuable. So I had family, my parents and my, my sisters lived out here. So I relocated out here first. Yeah. I came to Vegas with hundred bucks to my name. Yeah. Right, like that's how bad it was for me. So, we're talking sure. about credibility. and yeah. she was scared because she's like, It's Vegas, yeah, right. And I, I grew up in the streets, so she didn't know how this was gonna turn <laughs> right. out, <laughs> right? Okay, no, really. I was like, Wait a minute, <laughs> this is <someone> going <laughs> <laughs> you know <what> mean? <laughs> to we had a
2: different kind of plan, yeah, yeah, exactly,
3: yeah. So, you know, but um, I got it together about like what about eight months, I yeah. was like six months, right? I got it together. Got my the first couple jobs I had, and um,
2: I didn't feel like that long. But go ahead.
3: And then I was like, yeah. I said, "Listen, this is Sin City. So if you go, if the, we gonna make this happen, you need to come now."
2: Yeah, <laughs> and I, I, was like,
0: I was like, "Are you sure?" And he was, was like, like, "Yes, come,
2: now. <laughs> <was> like, come <laughs> now." And in my mind, you know, I, all I thought, I think like most people, you envision Vegas nothing but the Strip, you know. Of So yeah. Party Town, I was like. <laughs> OK, you know, put some prayer on it. And, you know, I just felt that peace. And I was like, OK, let's try it. You know, so I, I, couldn't believe, I couldn't believe
3: I couldn't believe because she's so sheltered. She's the baby of her family. I'm the oldest. Right. She's the baby. So she's so sheltered. So nobody leaves home. You know, everybody yeah. stays. We're a close knit family. So she was like the first one to really leave the nest. Like 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 you're going to Vegas. Like what? Right. Like, you know, yeah.
2: what they didn't what, like it. Yeah. <laughs>
1: What was your first impression of Vegas when you got here?
2: Well, when I first touched down, it was a visit, right? And so that was Melvin's time to kind of convince me and calm (laughs) all my fears down. So the the first place he took me was Summerlin. Okay. And I was like, yeah, yeah. So I was like, oh, okay, you know, this could work, you know. And so I just really, you know. First of all, trusted God and then had confirmation that way. And then Melvin is, like I said, he's a a very gifted young man and had impressed me in other ways. I Mm -hmm. thought he was really smart, you know. I thought he, uh, you know, one of his gifts is um, strategizing and connecting the dots really quick. And so just a man with a plan, right, you know. So that's very hard to find. And so I was like, okay, let's just you know take a chance because God. I felt like God was in it. And then, oh, here's here's a here's a tip for you guys. Before I met him, this is why I had written down what I wanted my husband to be, and I felt led by. If you're a Christian, you know if this is the Holy Spirit, right? i do not at all too religious, but that's what it was. And I felt led. By the Holy Spirit to write it down. And I said, I want my husband to have a big heart, to be a leader in the community, and to be a leader of youth, young adults, 18
3: to 24. She has it on her wall to this day. On my wall, my my mom's house in my
2: room. I've chills. Yeah. And he fit the bill. And that's why I really came out here. It was like, okay. This could wow. make, you know what I mean? Yeah. So let's just see. Let's just see God. And then it was this thing of living together, right? The whole sin thing. But it was like the middle of the recession was kind of ending. We're trying to figure it out. So grace and, and came about, out here. And talk about like
3: Because I always yeah. kind of looked at her like, oh, you bougie. You, you spoiled. You come yeah. from money, right? And then it was like, but credibility. She, what, our first Month was it three weeks? Month maybe. We stayed in a budget suite. Yeah, it was so fun to me. I was like, "Don't
2: don't know what a a budget suite is." I was like, "Okay, you know, it's different." It was different. It was like,
1: (laughs)
3: "Well, let Adam explain
2: what a budget suite is." For those who
3: don't
1: know what a budget suite is, it's like a weekly. Yes, right. Yes, like it's. And for a lot of <laughs> listen, the the real is for a lot of people that end up there, yeah. they don't ever get out of there. They don't yeah,
2: never, yeah.
3: <laughs> exactly. it had
2: those vibes, Adam. Right. It had those vibes. <laughs> yeah, it was like my mom's number was on speed I'm Like, mom, you know, I don't know, but go ahead. Yeah, yeah. but
3: she trapped it out with me, and then. Uh, yeah, I, I collected enough checks, and then yeah. we were able to get a place in Centennial. Yeah. So we okay. got our first little one-bedroom yeah. apartment everything, and everything in Centennial. So yeah. it was only like a month in there. But, you know, for her to come out and, and you know, pay those dues yeah. and, and, you know, It's a lot. Faith. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Right. Great foundation.
2: Yeah, well, I was going to say, too, um, I just think, you know, when you have a solid foundation and a solid person, you can get through anything. And I just feel like, um, you know, if you have a plan, you know, you're going to go through those rough times. But if you have a plan, you can make it through, right? And we <laughs> both are pretty solid people in that way. We had goals and everything. So, you know, even though I have those vibes, Adam, I, I knew we would be okay. And so. and when
3: it comes to grittability for yeah. you young couples out there, or people that are still in relationships, like, yeah. grittability. I never came into marriage thinking... I never believed we were gonna live happily ever after.
2: Yeah, Ooh, I did. Wait, keep L- going. Yeah, yeah. Go ahead, right, yeah, yeah. <laughs> go yeah. He crushed. crushing.
0: Like, like,
2: no, I did. I have the little Disneyland. Yeah, the leg. Disney. So go yeah, <laughs> yeah.
0: yeah I, did. I did. I did. Sometimes that's part of gritability, yeah. though. Mm-hmm. You just need to, yeah, wake up. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah.
3: You know, so grit. I mean, and I think you know, it's a whole generation that grew up in the Disneyland fairy tale, yeah. and then that's why you got such high divorce rates. Yeah. Right, because everybody's you know, oh, you're not making me happy. happy. Like happiness is
2: yeah.
3: a fleeting emotion that comes and goes. Yeah. It's not a state of being that you're going to be able, mm. right, 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 to, to yeah. just sustain. You're just going to live yeah. in a state of, yeah. you know, happiness all day. Yeah. So it's like part of marriage is, I still think marriage is still one of the best ways to develop your character.
2: Yes. Ooh.
3: Because it forces you, to challenge yourself spiritually emotionally mentally yeah. in ways that any other uh-huh. you know dynamic can't challenge you on the most in-depth level yeah if that if that if that makes sense yeah. right and that's yeah. so okay. it's like a literally you know I mean when you say soulmates when you say something like that to merge your soul with another human being with all their flaws fears insecurities on top of yours and all and y'all right. try to figure that thing out
2: Yeah
3: Right that that's yeah. that alchemical process yeah. that it's all about and I think we've kind of gotten away from that Yeah Like like it's a gym for your soul, right? Mm-hmm. So yeah. So A gym you got... for your soul. So, yeah.
2: yeah. <laughs> Bars.
3: <laughs> right. Go so ahead. that's. So when you kind of come into marriage with that ideal, imagine yeah. going to the gym thinking it's gonna feel good. Right. All the time, but it feels great after. You know Go how you? It. I always start off real slow, and then by the time we're, the time we're done, it's like...
2: Ooh, I'm glad I did yeah, that. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly.
3: Yeah. And that's, and that's kind of how I've... You know, if you kind of come in, it's all about your perspective, how you start. If you come in with yeah. that type of mentality... Yeah then, you know, you kind of... I always make a joke. I, I used to tell her all the time, like, you're my celly. We're doing a life sentence together.
2: You know? uh, <laughs> it is so funny. Uh, you know, I, <laughs> I... Yeah, he used to say that. <laughs> he used to say that. I'm really just hearing him talk. I'm really proud of him. Yeah. Because, you know, I really grew up, you know, when I came out here and we decided to be engaged. We were engaged, right? So... Um, that was a big deal. But I really grew up because it was like, okay, this is getting real. You know? <laughs> yeah. And not in a way where you want to run, but it's like, okay, you need to sink your teeth in it and be committed to it all the way. And whatever that thing is, you got to be committed enough to figure it out, you know? And I think for me, I think I've always been a solid person in that way where I am loyal. And so once I commit to something, even though I didn't know how real it was gonna get, <laughs> I was committed. I came out here. You yeah, know? I was really, I,
3: I, she blew me back with her grit ability. I slept, uh, I mean, when our first hustles was we had a behavior health company, yeah. right? And literally we had clients and the whole nine, it was ours but it was just a two man operation. And, you know, she took on a caseload of some young ladies that were rough around the edges yeah. over there on that East side. Yeah. It can get real rough on the East side of Las Vegas. <laughs> right. 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 <laughs> and I was like protective. I was like, no, I don't want you to take on the K like, imagine she's out yeah. with these, yeah. they're involved in gangs there. She's in the middle of, And I'm like, I don't even want you in those environments. And she's like, no, 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 right? Like, let me do this, let me do this. And the work that she did with those young women was was groundbreaking. Like, in the authority she was able to have with them and their respect. And I was like, it was terrifying to know that I could have stopped her from developing Mm. And not and then not being able to see that potential of my wife because mm. of my own fears and insecurities. Yeah. So Oof. but but that that ability really, I'm like, oh, okay. We oh okay. She got she got yeah. it in her, right? Like oh, <laughs> she got the eye you. of the tiger in yeah. her. You know what I mean?
2: Well you know, Ro, like I always appreciate our relationship because yeah. it's just about being authentic. You right. know what I mean? Yeah. And uh being genuine from here. Yeah. And people can see that. You know what I mean? So, and here we are. I'm still a black woman. There's still black young ladies. They still need mentors. Sure. I still had mentors. So it was just time to give that. You know what I mean? Yeah. And they could see that. They could feel that. And but a lot
3: of time, that class, yeah. that class divide, Yeah. even within culture, right? Sure. Like like yeah, that yeah. class divide, Class to me, yeah. class is a bigger divide than even race. Yeah. I fundamentally true. believe that, because when you can look at...
1: I believe that, yeah.
3: Even in when your own eternal race, yeah. every race on the planet has a class divide, yeah. issues eternally within themselves, That's right? So, so class is huge. So when you are able to still represent... Yeah, I come from a different class. I come from a different world. Yeah. But... I don't think I'm better than you. Mm. It is what it, but at the same time, I'm not, I'm not going to be insecure about where I come from. Right. Sure. right? I, it is what I am, who I am. Mm. And I got my chin up, chest out. Yeah. Right. But at the same time, I respect where you come from and yeah. how do we work together to create a meaningful yeah. relationship yeah. and to see you be able to execute that yeah. in a space where so many people that come from the other side of the tracks are not able to do that really meant something to my heart. Cause that's where I come from. Yeah. And to know my wife had that type of love and compassion to be able to deal with it on that on that tender level really created us a, a stronger foundation yeah. to move forward on, right? Yeah.
0: Oh, my God. I yeah. love this. Thank you. I love this. So you guys speak like a couple who've been together for 50 years. I <laughs> swear in such a beautiful <laughs> way. You have you. such great chemistry. But your advice and your vulnerability and the things that you've seen in your relationship, it's like old souls. So yeah. wise. Yeah. So when you started working on this business together, like I'm just so curious as a couple, yeah. I mean, that takes grit too, right? Like marriage yeah. is hard, yeah. business is hard, <laughs> doing that together. Oh my Ooh. God. When Adam was asking the title, I was like,
2: <laughs> you know, you kind of have to, you know what I mean? Play so that. you're his boss? I kind of, I
0: don't know. Some da, days, da, yeah, da, yeah, da, see, no. see, see. So,
2: that, so that was on paper, but not, but not really, right? Yeah. I, I don't know. So you see me. I mean? So you have to watch that. Especially because Melvin is a man's man. And I know you guys know that. Got so. it. Yep. Yeah. But well, go
3: ahead. No, but in that, so I always say, whatever, you know, we're about the community and, and, yeah. and seeing this vision come to life, right? And it's whatever the strategy calls for, right? So, there you go. So, when it was a strategic reason and it made sense for a variety of reasons why I needed to become an employee at Nevada Partners and it was really one of the best decisions yeah, as a family made. that we made yeah. and when I made that decision to take take on on the role from that standpoint as an employee the way she stepped up and took over the company yeah. right and maintained that front right was remarkable so from that standpoint you know how we worked together in that from a strategic standpoint. But as of now, like, you no, know, she's she's running the ship and and uh-huh. leading that charge uh-huh. from the company standpoint, uh-huh. right? And and
2: well hey- you see how that works? Well <laughs> let him say it. <laughs> <laughs> not me. <laughs> Taking notes.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Go ahead,
3: okay. Yeah, you know, so so but yeah, but like she's not my boss. You know what
0: <laughs> <right>? <laughs> Sorry, wrong choice of word. <laughs> 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 I get confused with <laughs> <that>. <laughs> uh, I say that because we both have a boss. The CEO is at home. He okay, okay. okay. So, uh, It was a very <laughs> choice word. But I'm listen. I'm bossing around all day long. Yeah, so he solves it all right there. Right. Well, we have a,
1: we have a very similar situation where Roe is the CEO of our Connect. Yeah, which is our business, but. She's the CEO. Yeah. Yeah. And both of us have other jobs um, that encompass a-, a multitude of different things. Yeah. But I-, I think what she was getting at a few minutes ago was about you know that work life, and I don't uh, listen. I'm not a believer in balance. Yeah. Yeah. I don't think things should be balanced. I think you focus your time and attention to where you feel it's most needed and where you want to focus it and and that's not necessarily always going to come out equal right um but we were talking about on the way over here that work life integration for us like i don't know where any of those boundaries are they're they're pretty fluid yeah and you know i'm always curious to know especially you know in the same house how does I, that work between well, business and yeah. uh... well
3: the, i i mean that's a great question for i have a different perspective because <clears throat>
2: Excuse me.
3: i tell people all the time i don't know how you could have a woman that you're not making money with
0: Ooh. <laughs> i get it, I know, though. I I get it. it.
3: <laughs> no i mean i just how i grew up like i always see my parents hustle together i always like because you know where i you come from it's, like it's, it is it's survival mode yeah. so it's mm-hmm. like. You know, it's like, what can she do for me? What, how can we? I mean, make something happen. I mean, even if you study historically, marriage was always an economic institution, right? It's, I mean, you're bringing people into the world. Your communities are built upon it, right? somewhere you know yeah
2: even from a biblical standpoint
3: I mean yeah exactly like i mean i mean think about for thousands of years you had arranged marriages people didn't even meet each other they yeah, it yeah. was all about what does this deal look like on paper yeah. <laughs> right 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 yeah. right right yeah. <laughs> right yeah. right right
2: it's a good yeah. point and then, yeah.
3: and then somewhere you know the romanticism of it all came to this place where you're supposed to make yeah. this life changing decisions all for feelings <laughs>
0: but still please. right yeah. you know what i mean like it's it's it's, it's <laughs> It's like,
3: like, are we serious, right? And that, so it's like, so, I've never, I can't even process the ideal of being with a woman, yeah. and we can't get no money together. Yeah. I don't even know how to even fathom yeah. having that type of level of commitment. But I think I'm just so much of a hustler that, because it would just be a, like that would just be a complete utter distraction, right? Because yeah. you want to spend all this time, like, like
2: well, we get
3: money together. So, like, I'm like, literally,
2: yeah, was, we're spending to time hip. together. Uh-huh.
3: Right, right. You get, yeah, you get what I'm trying to yeah. say? So, yeah. I don't even know how to have it no other way. But that's just my perspective.
2: Yeah. He's a little warm and fuzzy too. So, don't let him fool you. But, yeah. <laughs> um no, but what he's saying is true. Yeah. Purpose, you know, you have to have purpose. And I think that when all the romantic passion is kind of goes away, you know, for being together for so many years, then you have that purpose that can pull you together again. And that's so true because a lot of times, you know, even in your marriage, you're still individual people and you grow sometimes at different paces, right? And sometimes you can have that disconnect, but that purpose always brings you back together. And so I always tell people, you know, find somebody you can warm build with. Because that war sometimes is going to have you guys be on a different, you know, different sides. But that purpose, that building is going to always bring you back together. And it's like you look at the press like, oh, five minutes ago you were getting on my last nerves. (laughs) But I'm so proud of you right now. And that really does happen, you know. So
3: And And I'm in tune with my own trauma. So I'm like. Like I'm very in tune to my trauma. You gotta be, like for yeah. real. Like, you know, I took what we was the A score. Yeah. Was, that little psychology it's like test. A adverse childhood experiences oh, that's, or something.
1: There's yeah. a lot of people looking at that right now. Oh wow. do you? what do you Aces, is it? Yeah.
3: Are they saying it's a good thing, bad thing, or what? No, it's a it's a strong
1: yeah. indicator of, you know, Thank how you. that's gonna impact you later on in life, no doubt. So
3: yeah. I am like an eight out of ten. So I'm like, a, like statistically it's like a miracle or something. Right. But I, but I'm always yep. attuned to that,
2: eight, that, yeah.
3: right, that eight. And, and what am I, you know, so one of my, like the ideal of, you know, some of the stuff that goes on in these workplaces now and work environments and the games that are played in the, in the politics of it all, yeah. you know, so I don't have the ego per se and, I'm, you know, God's been good that I haven't had to deal with my wife being in corporate America, tra- traditional corporate settings mm-hmm. where she's dealing with, you know, all these issues. You know what I mean? Because mm-hmm. that, you know, I'm so protective of her that that's where I can get in a compromising situation where mm-hmm. it's like, yeah. what are they doing at work? What? Yeah. Like, you know what I'm trying to say, right? <laughs> like Chris Rock
2: said, <laughs> they're ripping up my paper. <laughs> Stop them. You
3: guys
1: get that?
2: When you say that, People's like, what is happening? you work at Macy's <laughs> what are they doing ripping up your papers
0: <laughs> yeah do something
3: like, no. yeah and she's a, she's the baby of her family so she'll do that yeah like, and now yeah, I do, I something's do. escalated yeah. right so I'm like so I've been you know it's been a good situation yeah. where she can you know have that autonomy and that freedom and that 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 type of we can kind of navigate yeah. those spaces in a, in a in a more strategic manner it's, yeah. been, it's kept me safe
2: yeah well you know uh, for me, in the beginning, that was kind of tough because I still come from like a matriarchal family, strong oh, yes. women, right? And mm-hmm. so, you know, being taught to go to college and have your career and all that. And so I always knew we were going to have a business together, but I also thought, you know, I was going to have something else and he would have something else. And he was like, no, we're going to do it, family, structure. And I was like, Are you sure about that and he was like (laughs) yeah and i was like i mean i'm not gonna have anything else going on but this and he was like yeah that's how i was like okay it sounds good but it's it's scary because you hear you know those horror stories you know about you know when women get the wrong guy and they devote you know all their resources and time and put it in this one pod and this one thing with this man and then the man goes haywire and then you're less stuck, you know, with nothing. And so just that horror story, but it's like, no, we come this far, you've been trusting in God, you've been, uh, he's been showing and improving, everything that he actually says he's gonna do, he does. And so, yeah, give it a chance. So, and I never looked back. I was like, oh, this is kind of cool that I don't have to, you know, punching the clock like that. and I hear my friends, you know, all their, you know, uh, complaints about having to go to work and take care of their kids and, you know, be the breadwinner for the family. Like that pressure is on them too. They can't take a break, you know? So to have that, that's really, especially for a young black couple, um, that's really, how can I say, a, a sign of wonder and what do we always say, peculiar in these times, and something that I really, really do appreciate. I really, 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 I don't know if he knows how much I appreciate it, so you guys having us on this podcast and me being able to look at you <laughs> and say that, you know, I can bring tears to my, I don't wanna mess with my makeup though, but <laughs> it's like, I really do appreciate that. Like, I really do. Like days, I just don't wanna deal with the world. I never thought that I would have that, you know, that luxury like that, especially being a black woman and a black couple. Like we got, you know, history of, you know, the slaves and tearing us apart. We got to work through all that. Still today, you know, that's a real trauma there. And so to have him be who he is, and my grandfather told me, and I'm let me stop because I go on on and on, but my grandfather did say this. He said, Michelle, if you find a man that can take care of you and protect you, then you got to keep her. And I was like, that's it? <laughs> <laughs> and he was like, I was like, what about the flowers and all that? He was like, mm, all that other stuff, you have to work it out. But if he's going to pay those bills <laughs> and protect you, that's about what you're going to get, girl. And I was like, and that's what I got. And it's like that that my grandfather really knew what he was talking about because that means a lot in yeah. today's world. So, yeah.
3: Especially in today's world where... Everybody- You know, and I'm I'm big. Hey, different strokes for different folks. You got to figure out what works for you. We're talking about what works for us. We kind of, the traditional stereotypical roles has really worked for us. But uh, listen, I got four little sisters. Yeah. And a lot of these clowns that are walking around right here, are out here, right? I wouldn't advise them to have the same dynamic we have. Yeah. Right? Because... You know, it's it's a lack of credibility like we were talking about. Right. So, yeah, uh, there's a whole bunch of women that I would not advise to rely or depend on some of these clowns that are walking around here. That's that's the reality. I got four little sisters and I tell them that all the time. Right. That. So, you know, you just got to kind of navigate this this time that we're in and and weigh out your way out your options. What really works for you?
1: Mm. Man, I love that because i it's something that, you know, we talked about for a long time. We had a lot of time to plan
2: yeah.
1: and, and talk about, you know, what our ideal life was going to look like. Yeah, And it might not be quite there just yet, yeah. but it's been really intentional, many of the things that we do. And it's always about figuring out how are we going to be able to spend more time together yeah. and do it together? Yeah. Like, because otherwise it, it doesn't make sense in my mind if we're building lives and those lives are separate yeah. and then what, like every once in a while we like try yeah. and figure out how to break away from whatever we're doing to spend some time together. Yeah. That just never made sense to me. Yeah.
3: And if you think about how they have the system structure now, because I mean for thousands of years, yeah. you, it was agriculture based.
0: Yeah.
3: Mm-hmm. So you, it was just normal to be with your family,
0: yeah.
3: right? To be with your kids. Family business was the norm. Yeah. That was like literally why you had kids. Like yeah. you thinking about all the different kids you can have so they can help you on the farm, land, all that. Yeah. So then to create a system where every morning everybody goes their own separate yeah. ways, yeah. parents, children. Yeah. You hand your kids off to, Yeah. right? I think, I think between me, I had to raise my four little sisters at 18. I had to raise a four-year-old, six-year-old, nine-year-old, and a 14-year-old. Yeah.
1: Mm-hmm. I think
3: that experience... And being a teacher traumatized me. And one of the reasons why we still don't have kids.
2: <laughs> yeah.
1: Well, listen, man, that, believe me, there's no hurry.
3: <laughs> okay. yeah, yeah.
2: No, okay. I mean, no, it is. Tra-
3: I mean, because there's, there's well, no hurry.
1: Of, yeah. And please yeah. Yeah. don't feel like there is. Yeah. Because unless
0: you want there to be. I mean, yeah. yeah, exactly. yeah that's <laughs> totally up to you guys. But don't let society tell you. Yeah. Exactly. Because
1: there were so many pressures against, yeah. you know, us. They're like, oh, my God, are you guys going to have kids? Like, yeah, yeah. yeah you're yeah. old, yeah. I'm like, what?
2: Yeah.
1: We're not feeling that, and I felt like there were some, for me at least, there were chief advantages, like I wasn't ready yeah. to have children when I was younger, yeah. and I'm grateful yeah. that we had the opportunity to spend as much time as we yeah. did yeah. really building our relationship, yeah. Yeah. so that when the boss, yeah. the yeah. CEO came <laughs> yeah. into the picture, yeah. you know what I mean? like. Our relationship was strong enough to where we know how to navigate that, and we're always good. Yeah. Like we're on the same page, yeah. um, and we're able to manage not only you know our family life, but also business and figuring out how to integrate that and just make the most out of it. Because, yeah. uh, man, I wouldn't want to do it any other way. And yeah. and
3: I never wanted to. Yeah. I, I I I never wanted to be the neglectful type.
2: Exactly. Yeah. And, and he's I, not. I, Well, that's why I don't. He's always like right here
3: because you (laughs) work. And
2: it's like I like it like that.
3: But it's because even
2: when it's warring, (laughs) (laughs) you know what I mean. And it's weird. It's so weird. Like no, really, because we could be like, oh, warring, you know. And then five minutes later, what do you want to do? Like we don't just go and stay away from it. Like what do you want to do now? It's like I don't know. Let's watch a movie, or you know what I mean. Like the makeup is quick. Yeah.
3: That's critical. Yeah. 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 Don't hold a grudge. But I would say don't hold a grudge. Yeah. It's like something in there about not even holding overnight.
2: Yeah. No. So we
3: try not to even, you know, not to go to sleep bad. No. Try to get over it as fast as you possibly yeah. can because seething with, it's just not healthy. No. Really let it go with all people. Like, yeah. Really. Because at the end of the day, that bitterness and resentment yeah. is only going to weigh you down. And, yeah. and, and prevent you from being able to maneuver and,
2: the Bible says, have no offense, because yeah. he took them all. Yeah, exactly. You know? was so, like, so what are you complaining about? So, yeah. you know? And that. then when you think about, like, even, man, when uh, when you think about Israel and the things that are happening there, bombs being dropped in regular neighborhoods and can't find your husband, wife, your mom, your dad, your kids, babies dying, mm-hmm. it's like, what are you complaining about? Oh, like, are you crazy? Like... Because he said something not the right way. Like, that doesn't make any sense, you know? It's like, so I really try to put my mind, you know, globally. And that always yeah, kind of calms yeah, yeah. that pride. Great, great you perspective.
1: Need... Yeah.
3: You yeah. know, America is, oh, yeah, it's like we're so spoiled. And makes right? no sense. A...
1: But but you yeah. guys, yeah. the perspectives that you're offering yeah. are very different yeah. from, I would say, mainstream right now. That's yeah. why I love you both so much. Yeah. I mean, you are very much we're all on the same page here, yeah. just the way that you view things. Yeah. And I would say that's a result of those challenges. Yeah. I mean, yeah. when we talk about gridability, it's about you have a different perspective when you've actually gone through those challenges. You've had to struggle a little bit, yeah.
3: mm-hmm.
1: you know, and you therefore have a greater appreciation for what you have now. Yeah. yeah. And it, it does, it dramatically changes your perspective. And unfortunately, I think there's, you know, too many people nowadays that just are too far removed. Yeah. They have very little grit. Yeah. And it's easy to, you know, to look at things very negatively.
2: Yeah. It's so funny because when I heard um, you guys' story and then to see how you guys just work through that, like the there's a peace that you guys have whenever we see you guys. I thought that was amazing. So, um, yeah, it's just, you know, knowing how to, Get through those challenging times, and knowing that whatever you're going through is going to make your make you stronger, yes. and that God is using everything, you know, the good and the bad.
3: And and, and I, you know, we don't come across too many couple stories that we salute the way we salute y'all. Yeah. Yeah. Like, no, yeah. we really love really. y'all's story. Like, yeah. hats off to y'all. Like you said, and I, I love the whole gritability
1: yeah. and
3: those type of stories at a time where. You know, everybody is so, you know. Fluffy. Yeah, right. Good word. Yeah. I (laughs) I was trying to figure out what I was about to
2: say.
3: (laughs) Fluffy, you know. Yeah, Yeah. fluffy, right? Soft and fluffy. Yeah. Yeah, Right? No no
0: grit. No
3: grit, right? (laughs) So that's that's a great thing.
0: Yeah, it brings me back to... One of the first, conver- first of all, thank you for saying that, no, and yeah. we feel the same way about you guys, but yeah, one you, of the yeah. first conversations I heard Adam and Melvin having, you had it on speakerphone, and something you said will always stick with me, and you said something along, along the lines of where we come from and the things that we've had to encounter and overcome. Yeah. They don't make them like that anymore. And that's why we can stand behind our word. Because if we don't stand behind our word, where we came from, that could have gotten us killed and kids and people and those clowns, like you said, nowadays, they just throw stuff out there. They don't mean it. They don't stand behind (laughs) their word. And I was like, I love them. I love them because we are so much alike and it's that grit. And it's that where you came from and what you've seen with those girls that you worked with and you put yourself in those situations that were so uncomfortable, I'm sure. But it, it grew you and it developed this character yeah. that a lot of people don't have.
3: That was my biggest challenge she, and if, shout out to my wife. She has a public relations degree.
2: I'll stop.
3: So literally, she's <laughs> my <he> publicist. <laughs> I wouldn't be here because right the now. Jokes. <laughs> <laughs> she's like, no, we can't say it
2: that way. I'm like, I'm like please don't say it that <laughs> way. Clearly what's going on I right mean, I'm the <laughs> boss. They're going to kick us then, out of here. From that's
3: <laughs> then, Well, hey, yeah. she got a point now because yeah. it is a communications company yeah. and you are the publicist. Like, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah no, she, cause We found the like,
2: family's house. I'm like, Melvin, can we eat dinner first before they kick out? <laughs> but
3: no, but I mean, like, no, that was my biggest yeah. challenge is th- there's no honor in yeah. a man's word yeah. in mm. corporate America. So it's like when you come from where we come from and you shake a hand or... Like no, you yeah. you that can get you killed, man. Like that's not that's all you have. Like Scarface said, all yeah, I, yeah all I got is my balls and my words. and yeah. I don't break those for no one. Right, like you know what right, I'm trying right. to say. Yeah. We live by when he said that line. Yeah, you know to to salsa to the plug. Like uh, yeah, you yeah. live by that. Like yeah, yeah. what are you talking about? I know folks yeah, doing <laughs> doing ten fifty. I mean, off of words, off of the principle, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. And and to see that is meaningless. Like. To see that it's a complete opposite where I'm going to tell you what you want to hear with no intention whatsoever. I'm going to actually misdirect you and I'm going to do the complete opposite of what I'm telling you. And that's my intention going into the conversation. Mm. And when I start saying like, oh, okay, that's the game here. I see how I can adapt. Now I know how to maneuver. But it took me some time to process that. To see, okay, this is how we play the game here. This is this is what, and how do I not play that game? How do I keep my integrity, but understand that this is right? So now everybody's full of shit until proven otherwise, right? Yeah. Like if you get a hey, year, if you get a year close. right out of me, oh okay. If you get a year right, like if I say <laughs> okay. year right in my life, I tell you like yeah right, like yeah. like right. That's pretty good. And yeah. and if you, right, if you say we'll, if I say we'll see. Then I actually yeah. have some hope. I have a glimmer of hope yeah. that you're that you're actually being honest, right? Yeah. So, but that's just the name of the game now, man. That's just yeah. especially with social media and everything, and yeah. you know, it pays. It pays yeah. to be fake. The fake, yeah, that's isn't it? The that fake yeah, guys what? are standing next to cars yeah. that not are Stage. Everything is stage. staging, yeah.
1: so yeah, you know,
3: none of it's real. Yeah,
1: exactly. <laughs> <Yeah>, the that, <laughs> that, that, it.
2: stage. That's crazy, yeah. and
1: and you know we've had this conversation a couple of times about our experience since we got here to Vegas, and it hasn't all been positive, right? There's been a lot of that, which was, I gotta be honest, was really tough for me Mm -hmm. after having a life that, you know, I built my credibility and my reputation was all around my word. I lived in that environment, and there are aspects of that that I will always carry with me. Integrity is, is... I mean, it's central it, to who I am. Mm. And as Ro has stated plenty of times, I mean, that's what attracted her to me, yeah. you know? Yeah. Um, so that's never going to change. But I've had to become more aware, like you said, of others not operating on that, that those same set of principles. But I have to acknowledge you, when I do recognize it in someone else, this is why you and I connected right away. Period. And it's been reinforced over and over and over again. Yeah. And it's funny when I, when a bad actor comes up, because there have been people that have burned us, just straight out Period. burned us since yeah. we've been here, right? Yeah, yeah. And when something comes up, say on social media, like, oh, here's this fake so-and-so <laughs> yeah. up yeah. here again, yeah. and she'll get upset, and she'll be like, everybody in Vegas, and I'm like, no, no. <laughs> I'm like, we got some good people in Vegas. There you oh, go. Right. Yeah. And yeah. it's important to distinguish yeah. and it becomes even more distinguishing when you have that character, yeah. when you have, you know, the relationship that the two of you have. Yeah. And for us to be able to connect with you on that level, yeah. that's why it means so much to us because yeah. it's so rare these well, days. Well,
3: yeah. I think, I think it's about to be a tight uh, shift in that because um, it's a. I forgot. Oh, I forgot the name of the book, but it's a. It's a. It, the concept is that history is a. It, it is a cycle, and it repeats itself, mm-hmm. and it goes like um, strong men make good times. Yeah. Good times make weak men. Weak men make bad, bad times, and bad times make, make strong men. Yep. And it just keeps cycling over and over. Yeah. And we're in the middle of that cycle. And then another concept that's similar to that is wartime generals and peacetime generals.
2: Yeah.
3: Right. So like you don't want to during peacetime, you don't want a wartime general because he, he's a warmonger. He wants to go to war. Right. Yeah. But in war, you don't want a peacetime general because he's not prepared yeah. to deal with that. And what's happening is society is becoming more chaotic and more uncertain right we're heading mm-hmm. into some harsher times yeah. and now be- when when society is in those dark times right that's when people are searching for the real yes and that in that certainty yeah. because they need a anchors to now because it's it's not fun no more, right? This yeah. is things are going to be scary times. <laughs> right. we, we, we they're were just,
2: searching for the grit.
3: Yeah, they're yeah. searching for the grid. We yeah. were just watching yeah. a little documentary, like a little eight-minute YouTube video, yeah. and there's a national crisis on pol- getting police.
2: Oh, yeah, that was crazy. Which this, is, morning. Yes, yeah, like that this morning. Yes, like this is a yeah.
3: national epidemic. Like yeah. Los Angeles has under 10,000 police officers. Wow. Millions of people, less than ten thousand police officers, yeah, that's... and they they can't because of the lack of credibility. Sure. we don't swung all the way to the other side. Mm-hmm. We don't even have people wanting to be police officers. Yeah. No more you honor. know, right? Like, yeah. and I get it. Like, do 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 we need to have reform with the institution? Yes, but. The you ideal of, of yeah. no.
1: you, still no the, pro- you still need the structure. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> Sorry, you need some
2: discipline. You, you need it. Yeah, right? yeah. You need, you need
3: yeah. law enforcement,
1: yeah.
2: right? Like especially
3: it. if you grew up where we grew up, yeah. right? And I you grew up with some of the guys I grew up with <laughs> and yeah. tell them that there ain't going to be no police. <laughs> yeah, no. Right? Exactly. You do need yeah. some. You some, thought Hitler some, was a problem. You yeah. thought Mussolini. Yeah. I can tell
1: you some and of the I, guys. Yeah, I remember. Remember yeah. you said?
2: I remember as a young girl in Catholic school, you know, uh, walking home with my friends, getting on the bus, and the weirdos that are out there, you need the police. As young girls, us having to navigate yeah. through yeah. all that was crazy, yeah. you know? So. We,
1: we need strong leaders and kind of building on, you know, tough times, produce um, the whole cyclical times thing. Yeah. It's better to be a warrior in the garden than a gardener in the war.
3: They yeah. like, OK, there there's a, that's a new one. But it's, <laughs> I like exactly. I've heard that. One. Yeah. Same, same, same principle. Thing. Yeah, yeah, we need, yeah. <laughs> we
1: need strong leaders. Yes. You know, that can be strong um, regardless yeah. of the times. And, you know, now more than ever and especially um, Mm. in this community. This community needs leadership, and we're seeing a change in leadership, Mm. and there's a lot of opportunity here. And I know that you've done an incredible job, not just at the STEM Center, leading the youth over there, but also leading initiatives to revitalize communities. And I know that you're spending a lot of time out there in the community now. Yes. And it's desperately needed. Yeah. Your voice is needed. We are very much supportive of you continuing to pursue that voice and want to know how we can do that.
3: Yeah, I'm I'm, I'm excited because, you know, I'm a stone-cold Democrat to the core, right? So, but with saying that, one of the reasons why, you know, Trump has such traction is because of his authenticity. Authent- got it, how you say? It? Auth-
2: you got me about to say. Authentic. It wrong. He's
3: authentic, there right? He goes. Like he's like. <laughs> we know where he stands. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and that is because. And at a time where people with so much uncertainty, right? You know exactly where the man stands. Yeah. Whether you agree with him or not. See, we are coming from where I come from, right? Like you know, like once again, you know, we you may not agree with him, but you can respect him and know where people stand. Mm-hmm. And I know if I go in that neighborhood right yeah. to try to go date that girl in that neighborhood in yeah. the enemy's neighborhood that could cost me my life. Yeah. And if you get caught slipping, it is what it is. Yeah. And, and that's on I can't expect them to give me a pass. If they give me one cool, but so that's where respect is built cuz you know where people stand and and that that's where his base is is and I think we as the Democrat party have to do a better job of being clear on where yeah. we stand. And show some of that same certainty and strength yeah. regarding some things, so we can galvanize our base the mm. way that he has galvanized his. Yeah, if that makes sense.
2: Well, I was 100%, gonna. Yeah. I was gonna say I'm really proud of Melvin in that way because one of his gifts is, you know, bringing hardcore truths to the table. Mm. And, you know, those tough conversations that most people don't want to have, especially, you know, the Democrats like, you know, we are known for have a history of kind of glazing over those hard issues. Right. And and pushing them to the back where he brings it to the front. And I think I know he's going to do great things as far as being a leader for, you know, the Democratic Party. And I'm really proud of that because he does that. The Bible says prepare, right? Preparation. He does that for us in our house. Some things, you know, I've grown as a woman because he pushes. And sometimes it's like, uh, you know what I mean? Like, really? I can't believe you just said that. (laughs) we want going to talk about that. (laughs) To the point where I'm kind of like, you know, I got a little edge now. And I bring up things and I have gotten, been able to get my family closer because I bring up those generational curse issues and now we can talk about it and my mom is like how dare you like and i'm like no no how dare let's talk about this and it really has helped you know and so you know melvin being that for our family and now being that for the community is going to be amazing Mm. because
0: he does that it's a gift so yeah. That's amazing. And you guys have such big hearts and such old souls. And I mean that with all the respect in the world, because that's what we need for this next chapter. Yes.
3: Yeah. Yeah. There's some interesting times that we live in the future of work, right. Is here. Uh, They, they predict 65% of the jobs in Las Vegas alone can be automated, right? There's people outside of this community that are looking at Las Vegas as the case study to see how automation disrupts society as a whole right so there's a lot of implications regarding what happens here in Vegas regarding the future of work right big implications I mean I mean the future of work we're talking about I went to a conference and they said that 10,000 years of technological development we're talking fire right fires technology right Mm -hmm. like yeah like farming is technology right like Computers, airplanes, refrigerators. People don't think that, you know, women in business.
2: Yeah, that's not happening.
3: <laughs> that that's not happening without the refrigerator.
2: Oh, really? Okay. Not, do you know how
3: long it would take I
2: get it, to because, prepare
3: food for oh, a family yeah. every day yeah. if you don't have the refrigerator
2: and the microwave? Right,
3: and the washer and dryer yeah. change. So, so these technologies yeah. literally freed women from domestic yeah. labor, so they could begin to. Right? It took five, six hours of their daily chores. So now they have more time to be able to expand to do different things. Right? So, you know, we don't think about how disruptive some of the technologies that we have. So, 10,000 years of all that technology, light bulbs, all that, right? Cars. They say that that's about to happen in the next hundred years. Wow. Yes. Right? They're having conversations now about artificial wombs. Oh, yeah. right with no women at the table what? which is crazy wow. yeah, oh crazy. yeah oh yeah, yeah that's oh crazy. that's real tech like, that's you like, can go wrong. to YouTube yeah. and put artificial yeah. wombs <laughs> and you can have right they' they're doing it with animals the question now the, the humanitarian question is
2: you can, can we explore
3: this now can we can we have can we grow a whole child in an artificial womb because wow. they're already doing it with with other animals. Right, we're animals, right? But now it's a humanitarian question: Are we going that route? But the question, mm-hmm. I, I don't call me crazy, yeah. but if we're going to talk about artificial wombs, I think women should be leading that discussion.
2: Of course, right. or at yeah. least at the table. Yeah. Yeah. Right? Sure. Right? Yeah, <laughs> <huh>? <laughs> yeah,
3: right. Without a doubt. Right, yeah. you got a whole bunch of guys, right? A whole bunch of <laughs> guy, you know, leading these discussions, and a lot of those guys, I mean, they weren't the ladies' man in high school either. So it's like, <laughs>
2: yeah. You,
3: you, what you're no but this is real like what yeah. trauma do you have right mm. right yeah where is that yeah. coming from right yeah. even when you look at some of the technology in social media and yeah. how it's making our youth so much more socially awkward yeah yeah but you yeah. got to think of some of the people that are developing this technology True.
2: yeah that's a good point they were introverts
3: yeah. yeah so now they're building mechanisms and machines and making the world in their image yeah and it's not rooted in real human interaction and social way. Imagine if it would make sense if I'm an introvert right. and I'm socially awkward, right. Instead of going to counseling therapy, getting life skills. Right. If I have the ability to now engineer technology yeah. that helps me navigate that.
2: Right.
3: Now that's what's happening with, with this technology. I got young men that are trying to date a girl and they need <laughs> a, a two hour huddle. On what to respond back to a text. (laughs) A text message. no. (laughs) And you know, Adam, we come from you on the phone popping it, right? Like, 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 like. You got to be quick. Yeah. You got to be yes. on your toes. Yeah. She asks you that question. If yeah. you like, uh, right? oh, bro. I, like, I got to oh. go.
0: Talk to you later, right, bro? But
3: they're, they're, they're in a whole yeah. nother world. They're yeah, in we, whole...
1: Don't, we don't want to lose those social skills. Yeah. No. We, oh. And we need young people to be more connected. We definitely yeah. want them to be technologically savvy yes we want them equipped with skills for the future i know you focus on a lot of that in the stem lab you've got some amazing young people over there with you i've been there um and and i do believe that technology is the key to Especially for underserved communities, yes. creating the opportunities that they need yeah. to get to a better place. So I love any opportunity that we get to focus on those technologies, on creating opportunities, um, but at the same time, really connect with the individuals behind it. So that's why it was imperative for us to get you guys on here. Mm -hmm. And we really appreciated spending just a little bit of time. We just scratched the surface on everything (laughs) that you're doing but I know that there's going to be plenty of opportunity for us to continue this conversation. Of course, of course. And most definitely before we get out of here, is there anything specifically that you want to promote that you want to put on the radar and make sure that we're pumping out and letting everybody know?
2: I'll go first. Go Go first. Okay. Well, for me, um, since becoming the CEO, um, I've been really intentional about these young ladies and, Uh, getting them prepared in uh, the STEM education and the careers that are coming down that pipeline. And really trying to identify those leaders in our communities that wanna start businesses specifically in STEM or technology, right? And really giving them that support, that community that they're gonna need to pursue that. So again, I'm intentional about that. Somebody did it for me. I had that support, I had that strong, you know, foundation, and I want to build just a army of women that are ready and willing to wrap their arms around these young ladies and mentor them. Love, Love that. that. Yeah. It's beautiful.
3: I I would say this. I, I, the, there's, I think the World Economic Forum put out a post about they have a big plan about 2030, and one of the posts that they put out that got some controversy was, you will own nothing and be happy. Right. So like, like, this is like a, this is like a conspiracy. Yeah. They publicly. Now, what that means, like I, we, I can debate both sides. Right. But the point is this. We're in pivotal times. I believe this next election is a historical election. Yeah. Right. So what I want to promote is to actually vote. And I and I'm telling you, voting is the beginning yeah. of your political journey, because yeah. we say we vote and nothing happens because that's just the beginning. You vote. Yeah. you get you organize your community you develop policies yeah. that impact your local state on the federal level yeah. and you hold the politicians that you vote in office accountable yeah. right mm-hmm. and you get politically engaged because if you don't right now we you, we can have third world conditions yeah. in america
2: yeah.
3: all over our great nation yeah. Right. The tale of two cities where you got highly rich, concentrated wealth and you got third world poverty on American soil. If you don't get engaged and vote and and organize and develop policy and, and get engaged in the whole political process. So that's what I want to vote. I, that's what I want to talk, you know, really promote is yeah. make sure that everybody does something this political cycle.
1: Yeah, love that. Love that, definitely. And you know, we're going to be here um, continuing to put it out through Gritability and anything else that we can do to promote what you're you're working on going forward. We are eager to do that. We're eager to spend more time with both of you. It's been another great episode. Gritability, the power of perseverance, overcoming seemingly insurmountable odds to attain the life of your dreams. We love spending time with you guys today. And we'll see you...
0: Back here on
1: the next (laughs) episode.